Welcome to the Encouraging Words for Wives podcast, where we focus on talking about all the real things within a marriage that no one likes to talk about and all of the small decisions that we need to make to be the best version of ourselves to enhance our marriages by following biblical teaching. I'm your host, Simone Phillips from London. For more information, visit our website, www.encouragingwordsforwives.com. I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm just a woman that's been through some stuff and wanted to create a platform to encourage our wives out there. Welcome to episode eight. And oh my gosh, I can't believe that we are eight episodes in. And today I have a fantastic guest with me. Oh my gosh. Her name's Josie. So I know her through one of my one of my best friends, actually. And we've known each other for quite a few years now. I'm thinking maybe a good, maybe like seven, eight years, isn't it? A good couple of years. Yeah, a good couple of years we've known each other. And one thing that I love about her is, number one, she is a serious woman of God. She is an amazing wife, an amazing mother, a fantastic, just so focused businesswoman. And one thing that I loved about her, she's just got such a warm heart. Like she just embraces people and she embraced me and my wild side. And I just love that about her. You know, she's just such a a lovely woman. We just click and we just get on. Do you know what I mean? And whenever I see her, it's just always love. And and she looks stunning as well. She always looks amazing anytime (laughs) I see her. So, yeah, she's a go-getter, like I said. So, yes, do you want to tell the people a bit about you? But first of all, before we get into that, Josie, thank you so much for agreeing to come in on the show today. Josie, please tell the people what you do and how long you've been married for. Okay. Hi, Simone. Hey, hey. Thank you so much for having. You know, when you were doing that intro, I had to, I looked around for a moment. Oh, is that me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's me, is it? (laughs) Thank you very much for a lovely intro And thank you for having me on your show today Um, I'm just so proud of you I'm proud of your journey And I wish you the very best with this podcast Thank Um, you It's a honour to be here actually So thank you so much for having me on here today No, thank Um, you Yeah, so what do I do? I'm an advanced clinical practitioner By career path Um, I'm also a medical esthetician Please tell the people what that means because I'm like, sorry, what? <laughs> so you have estheticians who look after and care for skin and beauty. Oh, so, yes, um, yes, I've medic- seen this. Yes. Well, yes. a medical esthetician is someone who has a medical background. So right. um, I have a nursing background clinically and I actually specialize in vitamin infusions. Yes, I've so, seen this. Yeah, so I specialize in vitamin infusions and supplementations with uh, vitamins and so on. But you can check that out on my own like business page. Beaumont the business is called Beaumont Health. And also, you know, as you mentioned, I am a businesswoman. I have a couple of businesses I run. Mother to two wonderful children and a wife. Yes. Um, yes. Married nine years now. No way. <laughs> Yeah, 10 year anniversary is going to be next year, 2024. Yeah. Wow. That's quick. I remember when you got married. How quick? So that means I've, because I've met you before you got married. 
I yeah, think so, it was right? before it was like, you got married. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we've known each other for quite oh a bit. Oh my yeah. gosh! Um, wow, that yes. nine years has gone so quickly. So, has there been a point within your marriage where you have moaned and complained? Well, and what was it about? Anything that stuck out to you? You know this question. So, anything I have moaned and complained about? Hmm. Well. Nothing specifically stands out because I'm not the type to actually moan too much. Yeah. But you know what the thing is, you know, I cannot see itself. So you don't even know certain things that you're doing until this point, you know, you, you know, someone makes it clear that you're doing something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. My husband actually pointed out, like maybe a year into the marriage, right? Pointed out that actually I don't like the way you talk to me. Really? <laughs> yeah. He said, you know. You know, yes, you're a boss woman. <laughs> yes, you might be a manager and head of service at work and all of that. But when you're at home, you're not my manager. You're not my boss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you need to tone that down a little bit. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't know I did that. Um, so I think it wasn't more of me moaning or complaining. It was my approach to things. Yeah. So like I would want certain things done at home or I might want something. And it was just the mannerism to my husband it wasn't yeah. really maybe my tone it was more of more of a tone so not that I was moaning and complaining but it will be the tone in which I was doing it or asking yeah. for certain things and that's that so important, important isn't it like it is I always say that in terms of communication but I'm sure 70% of our communication is non-verbal Mm. and I think so like our body language and so on and so That's forth right, and then yeah. th I think 30% of it is our tone of voice because we could Absolutely, say to someone yeah. could you grab that for me please look I need you to grab that for me <laughs> whole different vibe going on and it's so true when you're at work your head is on and you're like bush bish bash I need this Honestly. done I need this done I need that yeah. done and sometimes That's... it is hard to switch that off when you're at home but then mm -hmm. Also, it's hard to have that balance as well because as women, we do run the house. We make it our home. So things That's like right. doing the weekly clean, the washing, yeah. the food shopping, there's a system behind that. Yeah. So we, we yeah. need to have order. We need to be structured. There needs to be organisation. If we need it, we need it done. Like That's it. I can't wait for you to finish Arsenal playing football. I need you to do it now. <laughs> you know, and you know it's definitely the Arsenal, right? <laughs> oh my you know, it, God. And that's exactly what the situation is like. You know, like you rightly say, you're at work, you, you know, you're telling people I've got deadline, you need to meet this deadline or you're at a place of business and you're just asking people for certain reports. So you come home, you just need to take that hat off for one yeah. moment and just put it to one side and actually you'd be like, oh baby, do you mind, you know? And I think it's also an ego thing though, Simone. If yes. I'm, if I'm, you know, there's, you know, men and their ego, right? So when you are like a woman that is quite in a position already, so, you know, men have this ego. They need you to understand that that might be for outside. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm still wearing the pants in this marriage. Like, I am the head of the home. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and the thing is, I think... That is hard for women like us who are go-getters, who are very yeah. ambitious for us to take that. Because yeah. I struggle with that, to take that hat off. It's almost like we have to get to a place where we're vulnerable and humble, like just to humble. That's the key word there. That is the key word there. We must humble ourselves, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. The thing is, God has placed the man there to be the head. Right. We must remember that. The scripture says about us 
submitting to our husbands. Yes. Now, submitting doesn't take away who you are. Absolutely. Sub- submitting does not take away the respect that he will give to you. Submitting doesn't mean that you're below him in any way, but it's just to remember who the head of the home is. Yes. We're just there to support. We make the, Without us, it won't run. We know that. Absolutely. We know that. <laughs> like, let's not get it twisted. We know without us, the house is crumbling over. <laughs> like We know. But because you're in a position as the head, I am going to respect that. I am going to come humbly before you, right? And I will speak to you nicely. <laughs> I will ask you in a nice way to put the bin out. I will I'm- ask you in a very, very, you know, decent way to ask you why the lawn has not been mowed. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Josie, is so true. And I think... The first year of my marriage, I think I I battled with that because I was like submitting. Like, what does that mean practically? Because we hear the word submit and Mm. I think the word or the connotation behind the word submit, it just seems like you lose yourself. Right, but that's what what people think. This is it's not. It is really just about being able to respect your husband, but then also knowing who he is, because respect to one man is maybe completely different to another man. Mm -hmm. So it's understanding what respect means to your husband. But then equally so, as as we know as human beings, we evolve and change all the time. So in a marriage, we have to take that stance of learning each other. And be intentional yeah. about that because we change and fit circumstances that there's bereavement that yeah. happen and all these other stresses that happen. Yeah. So it's so important that you are intentional about, Absolutely. you know, but then equally so it's understanding and identifying like when your husband's stressed or or when yes. you're stressed. Because I know for me, when I'm stressed, I don't have time to be thinking about what, yeah. how I'm going to say something. I just say it. Yeah. and then that could just start a whole argument because right you know yeah and you know what's mine is emotional intelligence yeah you know when we first get into marriage we think that we're ready for this and you know we feel like oh yeah we've been dating and you know it's gonna be fine and we're just gonna it's like we're just living together yeah it's okay but really is something completely to what you've never experienced. Like no one would not, I don't think the amount of marriage, I mean, marriage seminars are great and premarital counseling, I, I'm always like advocating for. I feel like everyone who is thinking of getting into marriage must go for premarital counseling. Absolutely. It's so, so important. It's yes. like a fundamental to your home. You know, you need that structure. You need that foundation, right? Yeah. But after all of hearing all of that, still, it will prepare you a bit, but really not until you're in it. When you're in it, then you actually say, okay, so this is it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what they're saying. All right. Okay. I can see a bit of trait here. And you know what it is, is you've both lived separate lives before. Two completely different people, two different upbringings, yeah. two different families, everything different, 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 different. Now you're coming together underneath one roof, right? You have obviously lived maybe 20 something odd years or 30 something odd years before him, right? (laughs) And then you come under one roof and you think in your head that everything will be smooth. Well, absolutely not. Because why? You've got to relearn each other. You've got to relearn. You've got to relearn and unlearn certain things. Absolutely. I had to unlearn my tone. I had to unlearn 
the way I spoke. And you know what? That was a blessing in a way because I've taken that through with me in life now. And actually the way I interact with certain people, I don't interact with them in that way anymore. I don't have a certain kind of mannerism like I used to have. You know, I remember one of my staff once called me militant. And I was like, oh my gosh, wow, I don't want to be seen as that kind of boss (laughs) to be militant. Like, no, that's not me. So I had to kind of like, change and yeah. I wouldn't have ide- like seen that part of me if he never mentioned that to me right so now my approach has changed in life and that's why when you said oh she's so warm and lost I said yes I am <laughs> <laughs> I'm not militant no absolutely not no way you know? no way but, you know it's it's interesting that fact that he pulled out for me has helped me to change yeah. it's really helped me to change and it's I've taken it across the board to everybody now and interactions and that's you know what that's just so humbling that you even received that feedback like because I'm, I'm you, you know when your partner's putting something out about you it's not nice that like, no one likes to hear something negative about them yeah no that's one right, yeah. no matter how you know what I mean you no one likes it but the fact that you listened you heard it and you actively went and done something about it to change it that's a massive respect to you because a lot of people, they don't. They yeah. don't go around and change. So massive well done. Cool. You, so I've just got another question here, but we've already covered that. Okay. <laughs> so we're chatting. We're just, you know, <laughs> we've already covered it. <laughs> all right. Let me, move on all to, uh, let me move on to the next one. So at what point within the marriage did you get into a place where you understood that moaning and complaining doesn't work I know you said that you don't really do that but was there a point in your marriage where you just thought like this is not working or you know what for me it was very early on and I think it's part because of my personality yeah um I'm the kind of person that I just for you to get such a reaction from me I mean it must take a lot like I'm quite easy to work to walk away from situations like if you're not receiving what I'm saying to you and you can't see things from my point because I'm willing to always hear it from the other perspective, but yes. you need to be able to understand it from my perspective yes. as well yes. and meet halfway if we yes. can't agree. Yes. And if that does not work and it ends up to be a back and forth, then I'm the kind of person that, okay, do you know what? We, we're done. I'm done. I'm not going to have this conversation. So for me, it was very early on and it was actually the reverse, Simone. So I felt like he took a lot of adjusting to, like he had to adjust to me in a way because what happened was, we would do a little bit of back and forth or moaning and just bickering here and there. And you know, when you're dating, it's different because you'd be like, okay, I'm going to my house. Yes. Oh my my keys. <laughs> I'm going into my car and I'm going to drive to my, my house. My house is so true. When, when I'm ready. Mama. Yeah, it's so true. It's so you know? true. When you're in the marriage, you're now underneath the same roof. What are you going to do? Go into the next room? Okay. Or you're just going to pick up your keys and then you're still going to come back to the house. Yeah. So, for me, it was very earlier on. I think I sat down with my husband and I said to him that, you know what? I don't want to be moaning. I don't like to moan. It takes a lot of energy for me. I don't want to argue because it takes too much energy. It takes my peace away. What you need to understand, right, is that we're married and this marriage has to work. So we have to be intentional with what we're doing here. Like we need to agree. What are we doing and how are we going to do this? Is this the way it's going to be? Because if this is the way it's going to be, less we think. Right? It's, no, but and it's so true. It sounds, a bit, it sounds a bit like I'm in the boardroom again, but <laughs> it 
it was literally that kind of conversation. He thought I was joking. I literally called him. I said, I need you in, I need you in the living room. I need to, I need to speak to you. This like a meeting. I'm like, well, it could be whatever it is, but I need to like let this off my chest. We need to be intentional. What are we doing? What is this? So for me, it was very early on. It was like literally first year kind of things. Because I believe in setting the foundation. I believe in like mm. setting things the way you intend. Yeah. Like, yes, we change. Yes, we grow and perspective might change and things. But if there's some sort of foundation that you've laid together, yeah. like if there's some sort of like vision almost, you know, like, like you need to know where you're going. That's yeah. It. Then yeah. I, I feel like, you know, you almost become everything you do thereafter becomes intentional to that goal. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So yes. It, that was it for me. It was very early on. It was a sit down conversation and it was like, Mate, <laughs> what we doing? Me. Yeah, and, and I love that. And you know what? And this is the one of the reasons why I started the podcast because mm-hmm. there's so many women or couples, married couples, newlyweds that get into a marriage and there's no support or people just don't talk mm. real or open about things like that you know when you're around your friends how so and so oh yeah everything's fine Every- yeah he's good and in your head you're like mate you don't even want to know the drama that popped off this morning because it's almost like that that fear of feeling you don't want to be vulnerable and then That's you know it. like with the black culture don't tell people your business yeah then yeah. it's that and then, yeah, so you just don't feel comfortable or yeah, yeah. that you're able to no. even have these those type of conversations. And that's why I started this platform, because I'm like, no, we have to so, get away from so this. Yeah. We need I'm to. I'm so proud of you doing it thank as well, you, because it's still so in you. season. It's thank what, you. like you rightly said, it's what is needed. People not addressing certain things and not being real. My husband and I, we started a, um, a group within the church of young singles Oh, and you know really? it's like a mentoring thing talking we meet up with them every fortnight and you know we talk about scriptures together also the ones that are in the stage of getting married we speak to them like you know what the reality is because you know you're sitting in the main church and sometimes you won't know what the reality of this marriage thing is so it's like a little side church in a way yeah that they can yeah. come together ask questions and very open like no one is going to tell you the Bible is there as a guide for us. Yes. But we need to then put that into real Practice. life situations. Yes, absolutely. Okay? We need to put that into real life situations and let the young people know. And I'm learning. I'm still learning because, <laughs> like, let's say, I remember my, my mom used to say that marriage is the only institute you go to. You, you, you get a certificate before you even enter it. You and know? it's so right. true. And you know what? My <laughs> pastor always says, actually, for a law degree, you would mm. study how many years? Right. You go like three years degree, then you go to law school, another two years, and then you get another city. So you're studying for long. In a marriage, there's no preparation like that. You're, you're not no. prepared. You know, no. you just go into it and it's like, boom. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. it can be overwhelming. And yeah, I think it's, it's so important to, and I've said this on many episodes before, you have to know who you are. It's mm-hmm. so important for you to be whole as one because if, for example, one of you are insecure, there's jealousy, insecurities, all of those will creep into the marriage. Yeah. And then there's massive issues, you know. Yeah, so it's so absolutely. important for you to be whole as one, for you to know who you are as an individual, mm. know who you are in Christ, you know, have your own relationship with God. Because at the end of the day, I always say it, when we go, we are going alone. You're not going with your spouse. No, absolutely. So your salvation is 
number one. Your relationship with God is, num- is number one. And then once you have that alignment, once you are in alignment with Christ, it will direct you. So instead of popping off or your husband's done something, you read your scripture, right? I know I need to forgive. Lord, help me to forgive him. He's really annoyed me. He's proper pissed me off. But Lord, yeah. help me to forgive him cleanse my heart from every form of unrighteousness so that I'm able to forgive him and not carry any resentment or hurt in my heart. And then that's where we're able to be compassionate when in an argument, you can still be compassionate, still serve your husband dinner, still cook the food, make sure the house is tidy and all of that stuff because you're operating in what God is telling you to do because you're in alignment Uh, with him. Now, the moment that you step out of alignment, you start to do petty things. And then that's, that's how the enemy starts to creep in. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. so important as individuals that we are yeah. in alignment. And then obviously you come together as one, almost like my pastor always says, a triangle. That's it. So God's at the top and then the that's two it. of you are at the either side. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's the triangle. And that is that. And the triangle is what will keep. So even when the family comes, when you start building the kid, the children start coming that triangle everyone needs to remain in that place don't put them children at the top and make the children their focus god still remains the focus the children just comes at the bottom where you are exactly you know and we have to remind ourselves that yeah it's so true oh my gosh so what practical advice then would you give to a wife who is battling within the area of moaning and complaining just shush. Ah. How about that? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> no, but it's so true though. Shut your mouth. No, on, a, on a serious note, though. <laughs> no, on a serious note. The shushing is not going to work because what's going to happen is that you're just going to build resentment because you're trying to bite your tongue at every situation mm. and then you can't deal with that. And then one day you're just going to explode. No, that yeah, is that's true. true. I'm just kidding about guys. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, You know what it is? It sounds very cliche again, but it's the basic thing, Simone. It's communication. Vision, yeah. You know, we need to communicate that thing. We need to communicate like, babe, do you know what? I feel like I'm moaning all the time to you. I feel like I'm complaining a lot. I don't want you to feel like it's you. I just want you to understand that the reason I'm doing this is because A, B, C, and D. Mm. The reason I feel like I have to repeat myself because I don't think you're receiving what I'm telling you in the first place. Because let's be real, most of us won't be moaning and complaining if the things we're saying in the initial step, we felt like it was being received. Done, it's so true. If it was being received, there would have been a change. There would have been an action, Mm. okay? But obviously the action didn't come, the change didn't come. So we're repeating ourselves and then we repeat ourselves over again. And then it turns not just to just talking or conversation now. Now at this point, it turns into a moan. It turns into an irritation at the back of your head that, oh my God, again. But when we have that conversation and ladies, I want to say that it's about having the conversation at the right time. Oh, Okay. Let's not have that conversation when you know the man is watching the game. Yeah. Or you're having the conversation when the man is about to eat his food and you're just going to put his plate down like, oh man. Yeah. Or, you know, you have to know your husband. husband. Right. Like, know your husband. When is the best time he's going to receive something? Is it going to be, you know, sometimes I feel like sometimes we communicate best when we're on the phone. So in the middle of the day, when we're checking up or something, oh, how's your day? Oh, yeah, babe, by the way, quickly. At that point, we kind of like touch the surface a bit. And then yeah. when we come home at dinner, it'll be like, okay, that conversation you were saying, what were you saying again? And then we can reintroduce go into de- it. Yeah, go but, into detail. You know, I've already brought the topic up 
in the same you time. sowed the seed so he knows right. he's not like okay. it's not like a shocker so, to him that's it but then so, equally so Josie sorry to cut you I also no. think just to add to what you're saying mm. it's so important that we also seek God first before we even enter the conversation Absolutely. so that 100. we're able to ask God for wisdom isn't it 100 like 100. before we go because I started to do that where before I go into a conversation now I will pray about it. I'm like Lord please guide me let my yeah. words be your words help me yeah. not to come across abrupt and because yeah. I've got the tendency of being my way looking needs to be like this because I know mm. I'm, like, it just needs to be like that but yeah. even though I know I'm right but I can't come across that way and also if you're complaining and moaning about something for a long period of time also pray about it like pull it in prayer thank you you know what Simone there's something I was going to say and it was about you know choosing your battle in a way or yes. not everything you see how do I put this for people to understand what I'm saying not everything needs a reaction not everything needs a comment yes. right there are things you're going to see and that is wisdom. That's where wisdom comes into ah. That is why we have to ask God for wisdom. Mm. Like if you don't pray for anything, even if you don't pray for riches and wealth and for anything superficial like that, pray for wisdom. wisdom. Because once you have that wisdom, the journey of life becomes easy. People will look around you and say, but what is, why is she so different? But it's because of the grace right. and it's because of the wisdom. Right. covering. Now, once you have that wisdom, you you will realize that not everything needs a reaction. Yeah. You're just moaning for yourself. You're moaning for no reason at this point so because true. not everything needs a reaction. Not everything needs you. Why is this like this? Why is just pick it up? It's pick so, it up and put it in the right place. It's not necessary. Preach. Why is it necessary? Oh, why did you go to this place? Like, why are we always? Is it necessary? The day you sit down and don't say a word is the day he will change. Right. Get ready before him once and see. Once he sees you ready and he sees you just crossing your legs, waiting without saying anything, oh, he will change. Right. He will change. Maybe not the first time, but the second time when he realizes, like, oh, okay, she's she's mad mad. She's not yeah. even talking. <laughs> she's mad mad. <laughs> she will change. So wisdom. Yeah. Because the moaning might not change anything. Yeah. The complaining true. is not going to change anything. Communication will change things. Prayer would definitely bring actions and change. Yeah. And most importantly, choose. Choose the moment in time. Yeah. You know, right not time. everything needs your reaction. Not everything needs a comment. No, no, but even as females, we don't want everything that we do to be picked up. It's why, so does, true. why does everything have to be picked up? Why? Why must you make a comment on that? I think it's so important. It's we true, to, you know. That wisdom. No, you mm. know what? You've just said a, a real point about it's true. We wouldn't want to be like nitpicked at. So, That's yeah, it. we have to. Yeah, it's true. That's very wise. <laughs> Lastly, I would say, so what advice would you give to a women mm. out there to encourage them in within their marriage? OK, so all the married women, I'm speaking to myself as well at yeah. this point. Like I said to you at the beginning that we're all learning. Absolutely. Right? This thing called marriage is a journey. Yeah. And we're all learning. Yeah. Number one, please don't compare your marriage to anybody else's marriage, mm. right? Because every person is unique. We all have different fingerprints. So that's how you already know that God did not make two people the same. Yes. Queens even have two different destinies and two yes. God has two different plans for them. So there's no way that your marriage, the plan God has for your marriage is the same as your sister's plan for her marriage. Yeah. Yes. So number one, please don't compare your marriage. Number two, go to God in prayer. Mm. The scripture says that seek you first, 
Seek ye mm. first the kingdom of God and everything else just seems to just fall in place. Yeah. When we are so focused on Christ as the final destination, as the ultimate goal, as the direction in mm. everything that we're doing, you realize that the moaning, the complaining doesn't even give you any interest anymore. You realize that actually all the side distractions are exactly that, just distractions, right? And then you begin to work and function underneath the anointing that God has called your home to be. Yes. Do you understand? I love Like when we put God as the center of everything, challenges will come. Yeah. Mm. The scripture says that weapons, it says that every weapon from the gate will not prosper, Prosper. right? Mm -hmm. It didn't say that the weapons would not form. It will come. It's so true. The storms. My the God, storms. the storms are going to come. The challenges are going to come. Why? Because we already know that the enemy does not like the institution already. Right. We already know that the enemy does not like the institution because how can two people work together? He doesn't like that mm. because then he knows when two people agree, the great things that they can achieve. Is the enemy doesn't like that. Absolutely. So that's why that the home is always a target. And that's why we must stay in Christ. Yes. We must stay in Christ. Keep Christ as the center of it all and everything will begin to follow place. Does not mean challenges will not come. Challenges will come. Yes. And above all things, pray for wisdom. Yes. Pray for wisdom to be able to, so that when the challenges come, we know how how to to navigate it. Yes. I love that. Pray for wisdom so that when the challenges comes or when when things change, Mm. because change also comes. Mm. Yeah. Change will happen. Change happens to you physically. You would change. I don't look the same way I looked on my wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look the same. Physical change will come. Yeah. Spiritual change will come. Mm. Change is going to happen. But wisdom, if we pray for wisdom, it will help us yeah. to know so how true. to address those change when they come. It will help us to address those storms when they arise because they will arise. Mm. And it will give us the ultimate, you know, blueprint on how to build a home. Yeah, it's so true. You're so right. Honestly, I love that. Thank you so much, Josie. So I don't know if you're aware, but I like to do a scripture of the day. So today's scripture Mm. is from Proverbs chapter 27, verse 15. And it says, better to live on a corner of a roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife. Mm. What does that scripture mean to you? Better to live on the corner of a roof than to live with a quarrelsome wife. Mm. Right. Those words, if no one takes anything away from what we've all been in our conversation today, take away that scripture as a reminder mm. that actually, do I need to say something at this point in time? Yeah. yeah. Do I need to make this a fight right now? Do I just need to take this to my father in heaven to just make the change happen? Yeah. That scripture to me tells me that actually a home is supposed to be a a place of peace. Yes. My husband, my king is supposed to be at work saying, I can't wait to go home to my wife and kids. Yes. yes. It's not going to be thinking, oh, mate, what's, is anyone going out tonight after work? Where should we go? Yes. No. Because if the home is a place of peace, if the home is a place of love, if the home is a place where peace abounds, who doesn't want to be there? Absolutely. You always want to come. You will always be drawn back into there. Yes. No matter how long you're out there for, you can't wait to come back come home, home because why? That's my place peace. of peace. Yes. That scripture to me means be his peace. Yes. I be love his peace. That. Don't be the one that is going to be like, oh, 
you know, always something. When you come back home, the man hasn't even taken his shoes off. Yeah, mm. you're already complaining about something. Why? Mm. Why? I love you know, this. Be his peace. Be his peace. So that why? No matter what his day's like out there, he's coming back home to his peace. Yeah. Because where this is where he abounds, right yeah. in this home, this war, I am that peace. Yeah. Try and build that peace. I love that, Josie. Thank you so much. Thank you again for your time today. And Thanks, just Simone. no, you're welcome. And just a quick one, please. Can you promote your the vitamins? Yes, yes. The aesthetics. Yes. That's it. Please promote it again just so that people are able to follow you and um get their vitamin shots in. Vitamin shorts, yes, oh, absolutely. Vitamin shorts, vitamin infusions, and that is at on Instagram. Yeah, Beaumont Health. Okay, and what do you do it at a location or? So we are mobile service. Oh, so brilliant! Actually, again, it targets the working woman. It's something that I found the need for for myself. Yeah. Um, and so I obviously, as you do, you find a need that you create the solution, yes, right? Yeah. And so it's a mobile service, so it's giving busy women, busy mums like ourselves a home service or office service, come to your boardroom and give you your vitamin infusions, whether that be for beauty or just hydration or even energy boosters, which I take personally for myself. And yeah, wherever you are, if you want that at home, we'll come to your home. If you want that done in your workplace, we'll come to your workplace and we're just all over. Amazing. So please get over, head over and follow her on her page. And to be fair, I do need that. I'm a bit scared of needles, but... Oh, we, we can sort you out, Simone. But I need yeah. to, I, I actually need to get myself one of those. So Absolutely. yes, Josie, thank you so much for today. I really do appreciate your time. And we have to meet up this year. Yeah, absolutely. We're not waiting for that Christmas dinner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's a one-a-year one situation. Yeah. No, we're not gonna, we have to make some efforts. We okay? have to. We have to. So definitely I'll try and arrange something for the summer for us ladies to get together. And we'll put, uh, do like a save the date in advance and everything. You're welcome, Simone. It's lovely having a conversation with you. Thank you for having me it. on. If you also have any suggestions or ideas that you would like to see featured on the podcast, I welcome your input please send this to info at encouragingwordsforwives.com. Let's keep the conversation going and connect with me on all social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram, I'm on TikTok and on Twitter. Be sure to go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify and wherever else you are listening to your podcast. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm excited. I'm so excited for this journey. And I really pray that you all have a blessed week and take care.